This episode is brought to you by Indie Insights, our bi-weekly newsletter and love note to independent film. Inside, you'll find tools, tips, and tricks vetted by industry professionals, independent films that will inspire your creativity, filmmaking events where you can rub elbows with filmmakers just like you, and so much more. The best part of it all, it's absolutely free. All you have to do is go to www.banzai.film forward slash subscribe. And within a few clicks, you'll be part of our newsletter community. Again, that's www.banzai.film forward slash subscribe to get Indie Insights, a free bi-weekly newsletter from Chris and Nick at Bonsai Creative. says mistakes in the making hello my name is matt williams and i'm here to talk about mistakes i am a writer in los angeles and uh, also an actor and, and director and i did a lot of writing and mostly acting in nashville tennessee and now i've moved out to los angeles to primarily focus on writing so when I knew I wanted to do that, when I knew I wanted to move, I decided that I wanted to create a short film. So this was in 2020, 2021, around pandemic time, I decided to write, produce, act in, and direct a short film. Uh, and it's called Gateway. So I, uh, th- this was my first time doing... Uh, every one of those things except for acting. This is going to be the first project that I brought to life. And I was very aware of what I didn't know. So I was seeking advice and bringing uh, voices in all around me to, to help me create this film. The mistake was that I made was not having a concise, clear vision that I wanted to execute. And this manifested in two ways. One, I I tried to fit too many really big ideas into what was ultimately a pretty small move. And two, I allowed too many voices to influence me. So I'll start with with the big ideas. I had a couple themes and ideas in the film. The film ended up being about 10 minutes long. I think the script was around 15 pages, right? Pretty, pretty small. I had a couple themes and ideas in this film that are ultimately feature length themes. Uh, there was psychology, there was uh, espionage, there were power dynamics, there was the, the power of technology and where technology is going in about a 10 minute movie. Uh, and in 10 minutes, that gets lost pretty quickly. The, the result, I think, was a little, a film that was a little confusing and haphazard. You know, the audience is like, what is this movie about new technology, about dark psychology, is it about these characters' relationships? And 
I could go on and on about where I should have focused and where I sort of went off the rails uh, in my own focus, but really what, what I learned was that I need to know what I'm creating, have a, a, a concise idea of what my vision is and then execute. And you know, I, th I think the movie is entertaining. I think it's, it's watchable and <laughs> watchable. It sounds uh, like such a low bar, uh, <laughs> but I, I think it's entertaining and I, th and I think it's fine. But I think at the end you're sitting there going, I think that was a lot. And I don't know what I'm supposed to take away from it. So that, that was one. The next piece of advice, I guess I'll say is to have your own voice, know your own voice, and certainly take other advice, take input, but know your own vision, clearly define it, and only then execute. I love film because this is a collaborative medium. It's one of my favorite things about it. And I think uh, you'd be really dumb not to surround yourself with smart people, with very talented people, and to take all their advice. Now, I, as a beginner, when I was making this film, I'd never done this before. I knew what I didn't know. Uh, and also, as a people pleaser by nature, I was taking advice from everywhere. I was getting a lot of input. And I think my mistake ended up being implementing too many voices in, into the, the final product. Again, this goes back into having a concise, clear vision, knowing it and knowing what you want to execute. So I took input on the writing when it was still in its script phase. I think the original script was somewhere around 20 pages. We got it down to 15-ish, something like that. And some of that advice was really great and really helpful and eliminated certain extraneous things that I didn't need because I tend to get long-winded, as I hope uh, I don't. <laughs> and, and some of that, uh, the writing advice was, was very helpful, and I think I, I got rid of a lot of waste. Uh, but some, because in such a short film, every word matters, some of the things I eliminated, I think, took out a little bit of what I had imagined. If every word matters, you take out one word. It's like removing a block from a Jenga tower. Maybe you'll be fine, but maybe things will shift. Things will come crashing down. I'm not saying mine came crashing down, but it got a little messy. It got a little, my, my vision got muddled. Some other advice I took was, was expert advice, because as I said, there were big themes. There were themes about technology and psychology and things like that, and I sought out people who knew about those worlds. And those experts, I don't want to put in quotes experts, uh, if you're watching video, air quotes, because they are experts, but they're not filmmakers. So there is reality, and then there's movie making. 
And I was trying to stay so true to reality that it didn't serve the story. So that was taking input and taking too much uh, input from someone else's voice. Again, clear and concise vision that I was willing to change uh, that didn't end up serving me. Some writing notes had me wake up in the middle of the night and, and rewrite part of the movie after the scripts had already gone out to the actors. Because I said, because I had taken a few things out. I said, something's not working. We need something. This is confusing. I recognize this, but we've got a production date. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I rewrote it and I changed a couple things. I remember sending it to one of the actors and, and he just texted me back. Flashbacks. When were there flashbacks? <laughs> I'm not saying it was bad writing, um, but this is all of a sudden, you know, we've got a production date and my, my vision is not clear. I also took input from the other actors. I, I took input how they saw their characters, how they wanted to perform their characters, uh, how certain things should be said or done, which is great. And as a director, you should absolutely be doing that. And I wanted to think of myself as a very actor-friendly director because I'm an actor myself. And I guided them as best I could. For a first-time director, I said no to a couple things, and some of their ideas were great, and we implemented them. But some, I may have given uh, some actors a little too much room to try things out, which is, that's, that's fine, but when you're on a tight schedule shooting over three days, that's a little hard. And it also didn't, certain choices didn't serve the character in a specific way that I wanted. Couple times those wound up in the movie, but a couple times, you know, that's that's solved with editing. I took input from my cinematographer, my director of photography. And that was not a mistake, largely because as a first-time director, and I'm not a camera geek, and I'm not a, I, I don't know the technical side of filmmaking, he was wonderful. He helped me, he co-directed effectively. And, um, and he had directed before, and I hadn't. So if you haven't directed before, this is advice now, get a really good DP. One thing about him is he is a yes man, which made it very collaborative and very easy to work with and took a lot of stress off me as a first-time filmmaker. But while I, I trusted him and I relied on him, and he was indeed brilliant and insightful and helpful he did not help me gain a clear concise vision because he, he would say things like sure let's try it and i was not involved in the editing process either mainly because i don't know how to edit and i was we were kind of doing it remotely and everything but i was not there to guide uh, any sort of vision now we didn't have a ton of footage because we didn't have that much time to get it. But I, and the editor, I think, did a, a great job in getting the movie to a place uh, that's fun and entertaining and, and does look like a good piece. But had I been there, I, I could have said, you know, 
there's there's this through line that I'm really focused on. There's this aspect of this theme or this vision that I don't think we're quite getting, or maybe we are, maybe we lean into it. So the movie uh, movie was made. I am proud of it. I'm, I'm proud of the work that was put into it. And it's the first thing that I have out into the world. But I did learn. I learned a lot. I learned a lot from directing standpoint, from taking words from the page and turning it into a finished product. And I did learn that if you don't start with a clear, concise vision that you want to execute and know how to execute it, it will not be the work of art that it could possibly be. So, that is my mistake in the making. Uh, the film is called Gateway, and you can find it on YouTube, I believe. And that's it. So, my name is Matt Williams. That is my mistake. Uh, you can find me, Instagram is always easy, at Matt Williams Inc. M-A-T-T-W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S-I-N-K. Uh, or Matt Williams Inc. at gmail.com. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Mistakes in the Making. If you have your own mistake that you've made while in the film industry and you want to let others know so they don't make the same mistake, reach out to us at contact at bonsai.film and we'll take it from there. You can also reach out to us on social media at underscore bonsai creative on Instagram and Twitter. And you can search for us on YouTube and Facebook by searching for bonsai creative. You can also visit our website where we have industry insights and links to all of our podcasts and so much more at www.bonsai.film. And thank you for listening.